It's recording now. Okay. All right, Jared, I'm going to tell you something. All right, tell me. You ready? You, Hit me. I don't know. Your mind might be blown. I learned this today. Okay. Viggo, Viggo Mortensen, right? Sure, sure. We, we, we love him. Well-known, handsome. handsome man. Well-known, handsome man, Aragorn, Viggo Mortensen. Yes. Um, he is older now than Ian McKellen was when they filmed Lord of the Rings. I don't like that at all. I don't like not even a little bit. I honestly, I hate it. I absolutely hate it. That is terrifying. Isn't that bananas? Like, leads, he could be Gandalf. Leads me to two things. Yeah. Ian McKellen looked real old for being 60. <laughs> like, <laughs> damn, boy. He's had better days. I like use some lotion or something. Damn. <laughs> centuries old wizard played by a 60 year old come on yeah well and you think about it like what um uh chris lee christopher lee was like in his mid 80s during that movie right yeah he looked great and he looked great yeah uh like they looked like the same age they were like 15 20 years difference yeah uh and then uh so that's one thing and two vigo looks great for 60 vigo looks amazing for 60 what a handsome fellow i'll tell you they should just remake Lord of the Rings and he can play Gandalf and Aragorn. Gone to my head, I really think if they remade Lord of the Rings, he could still play Aragorn. He I could still play Aragorn. I don't think... I mean... And He'd technically, Aragorn's like mid-80s. Uh, so it really makes sense. I just... I hope one day we can look like Viggo Mortensen. I already do, Joe. Damn it. I hope one day I can look like Viggo Mortensen <laughs> and not like Frodo Baggins. I'll be your Sam, though. Oh, that's all I need in my life. Everybody needs a Sam. Welcome to Big Dad Energy, the journey of parenting and adulting through the eyes of two young dads. I'm your co-host, Joe Lopez, and with me, as always, is my co-dad, Jared Shedmansky. Jared, how the heck are you? Joseph. I'm good, man. Yes, sir. I'm good. Good. I'm good. Uh, I think if I had to rank Sunday scaries, thanks the Sunday after Thanksgiving has got to be up yeah. there. Really? I mean, I had... Okay, you worked on Friday, so your schedule's a little bit different. So I took Wednesday off. So I was off yeah. from Wednesday until today. And That's a dream. uh or until Monday. And so, yeah. It's uh that Sunday, like, hey, I took a lot of days off. Now I gotta go back to work. Like, what do I do at work? What do I even do? Yeah, that's the worst, isn't it? Like yeah. how many emails are you gonna come back to? Yeah, who knows? awful i cheated a little bit i cleaned my emails while i was on uh while i was on vacation oh that's no good yeah i've had i I have this bad habit of like if i'm bored i will do things for work Ugh. uh but not like all right my job is not how do i say this it's fluid is what i'll say it's fluid okay. the way it works right so i Sometimes I'm plugged in writing code, just sitting down behind a computer, yeah. right? Most of the time, though, my job is like thinking and planning and strategizing. Okay. So yeah. whether I'm doing that sitting behind a computer, staring at a screen, like strategizing, or I'm doing other things and thinking about it in the back of my head, I'm still working. Does that make sense? Like I'm yeah. still doing things for work. So it's led into this habit of like, when I'm bored, I'll just aimlessly go on my, you know, on my email and see if I'm missing anything because it's just like my natural habit now that Ugh. I'm working in the back of my head. So, yeah, gross. It is That's gross, a, Joe. It is gross. It is gross. That is gross. But uh, how was your weekend? It's been some time since we've talked. It has been some time. I mean, yeah. what we recorded the Monday before Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. Here we are the Tuesday after. Damn. Eight days. Eight days a week. Ooh. Speaking of which, that Beatles documentary. <laughs> Ooh. I can't wait to get back to it. Joe, I was enthralled. Uh, we're going to take a, a side tangent before we talk about Thanksgiving to talk about the okay. Beatles documentary because I feel like it has to be talked about. 
uh Talk and just briefly Preach. so i've liked the beatles since i was in high school uh and i've always always been a fan of like uh 60s and 70s rock like tom petty yeah. the beatles you know the rolling stones i've always been a fan um but i've liked the beatles like forever i've been a fan of, of, of their music forever um this documentary is literally like sitting in the recording studio for eight hours watching some of the greatest musicians in history create music it is bananas it's absolutely insane that you're just literally like sitting there watching them like create and how yeah. things come together like uh it, it's just it's uh, there's a couple of different like scenes that's really stuck out but, like a big one was the big track on this album is get back i'm sure everybody knows get back by the beatles or you should at least um right i think which it's, uh which album are they recording in this one great question there are two actually um it's uh let it be is the album that they use the live recordings on but yeah. they also are are like learning and recording music that they're going to end up putting on abbey road as well oh okay okay so yeah. those two and those two albums came out very close to each other um but the the purpose i think is for the let it be album because they want to do a live album yeah um so that's i think the main focus but uh so get back is the end of the let it be album it's the last song in the let it be album um, okay. And it started literally with like a piano rift and a guitar rift and just turned like you watch it start from there and they have it all on film of how it transforms into this like iconic song that they play. I mean, they play this at, at you know, football and baseball stadiums and they they like it's everywhere. It's yeah. all over the place. It's massive and it started from literally like one little guitar rift and he just had no idea where it was going to go. And then all of a sudden it was something right. Like it's, it's, it is crazy because they do that. You know, the intro, they kind of give a little bit of history of the Beatles, right? Like yeah. they've been a band since they were like 15 years old, except for Ringo. George like, Harrison, literally, I think. So, uh, I just looked this up today. He's a few years younger than the rest of them. They were yeah. 18 and George Harrison tried out and they were afraid he was too young because he was 15 they were 18 he was 15 they were too yeah. young they had to lie when they got a uh a residency in germany they were playing a german nightclub and he was too young to play nightclub so he lied about his age and got <laughs> deported george harrison got deported back to england because he lied about his age it's amazing but yeah after they do that they show them in the studio not the studio the um rehearsal space yeah and they're doing this thing where they're starting to make songs and i think one of the first ones they do is they're like, you know, we're just going to go do, 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 do. And then we're going to go tap, 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 do, do, do. And then like, let it be just comes out of their mouth and their instruments. It is. It's like a spiritual exercise watching them write. Let it be too, because like that. It's hard to pick a favorite Beatles song, but that I think would be number one. Uh, and it just is nuts, nuts to watch. Like it just happened. Right. Yeah. And the, Watching John Lennon like go, no, you need to put the bass here and here, and them know exactly what he's talking about. And I'm sitting there going, but what, where, what? And he's like, no, you yeah. gotta go bum, bum, bum. And they're like, oh yeah, it changes the song completely. Like after that, I'm like, this is insane. It is, it is crazy. Um, they're amazing. I love the Beatles. I mean, Grayson's middle name is is Jude. Yeah, like yeah, I I've grown up with the Beatles my whole life. Um. I'm very excited to to keep watching this thing. It only gets better. Like it starts good and it gets better. It's so and it's put together. I mean, it's like, going back to our cold open, it's put together by Peter Jackson. So how could yeah. it be bad? And he spent like four years editing this thing. It was like 150 it. hours of footage. Uh, I was eight. I was surfing the Reddit's once I finished uh, search surfing the yeah. Reddit's, and somebody was saying that uh, there's a high probability that he's gonna come out with like a 16 hour director cut. It's eight hours all in. And they think he's going to come out with a 16-hour director oh cut. God. I'll watch every minute of it. I don't even care. I'll it's find just the all time. 150 hours. That's Whatever. He just... How long is Band of Brothers? All right. It can't be that much longer than Band of Brothers. <laughs> it's just seasons worth. That would be amazing. Yeah. That would be very, very just cool. release it. You Just release it as a TV show. One hour every week. I'll watch it. Yeah. My, my favorite part that I've seen so far is it's, again, towards the beginning. Because I've only watched like 40 minutes of this mm. thing. Is they're sitting in their circle 
talking about songs and then they like pan over and george harrison's hippie buddy is just like sitting against the wall just and chilling. john lennon is like why is he even here and george is like oh you know he's just he's just my friend just kind of hanging out just like, chilling <laughs> and what is how can john ask why somebody's there yoko ono's literally tied to his hip for the entire time they're recording like all yeah month. Ugh. it's disgusting what a what a ride i am excited to listen it's great and it's watch. great i going into it i really thought that like i love the beatles but it like this might be a little bit dry for me right like i'm yeah. not i was a musician back in like high school right and i haven't been since then so i didn't yeah. think it would like capture me in that in that way but it really honestly felt like you're sitting in the studio watching them record and i could not take my eyes off it it was nuts yeah well that's awesome did uh did you do anything else this weekend i did i did uh so this week uh with thanksgiving was pretty much family packed which was really nice um so i took wednesday off and me and ben hung out for a while uh because katie had a little work in the morning so ben and i hung out and then uh we just relaxed the rest of the wednesday chilled out didn't do too much um cleaned the house got everything ready thursday on thanksgiving we went over to my grandma's house uh, in St. Clair Shores and did mm-hmm. Thanksgiving there. It was really great to see them, the whole family. Um, ben was a ham bone and just loved seeing all the people. So that was great. Um, good. He did really good. He skipped his second nap on Thanksgiving, which I have found through TikTok that that's a very common thing uh, among yeah. other parents is that like your baby will just skip naps on days that they need naps, uh, which is good. Mm-hmm. So we uh we went and, he, and then we ended up uh leaving coming home my brother came back with us uh, and stayed the night here because he had to work friday as well um but he was working from here since i have my office down here he could right. work out of um so my brother came home uh with us stayed the night here uh just hung out chilled relaxed caught up with family i uh i bought a switch and i was able to get it uh last week so i played a lot of of switch uh, which was nice, just kind of getting acclimated nice. to it and playing it and getting use out of it. Um, so I did that, and then Saturday, um, one of the greatest football games of all time happened. Um, and you're gonna have yeah. to sit here and just hear about it because Michigan finally Tell beat me. Ohio State after ten Look years. I haven't seen it happen in ten years, Joe. I was in high school. Yeah, I was in high it. school. They did the dang thing. I was they, at Red Robin. They did the dang thing. And, <laughs> and it was funny. So my wife, my wife, uh, my wife, who very much is not a football person playing. Yeah. My mom was coming to our house. So my mom was staying at my grandma's house. Um, My mom planned this day because my dad actually went to the football game. He went to the big house. It was oh, really okay. great. It lo- he loved it. My mom, since he was going there, was coming to our house uh, with my brother. And we were all going to do a day. My uh, Katie planned a day down in like downtown Detroit. We went to Jolly Pumpkin. We walked around the stores over by our buddy Kevin's apartment, like all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and we got to Jolly Pumpkin and watched the entire first half because Michigan was like playing really well. We're like, huh, that's a really good game. We should yeah. not have planned all these things during game time. This was a mistake. Right. So we shopped on halftime, went to all the shops, hung out, threw it on the radio, drove home, watched the rest of the game from our house. Uh, and that was really awesome. Like just to watch nice. them after 10 years, like you, you can't imagine the amount of, of literal garbage I've taken from everybody who's <laughs> any kind of sports fan that Michigan just can never beat Ohio state. They just can never beat Ohio state. They can't beat Ohio state. Like, right. Uh, and to see it happen and the fact that my dad was there and like yeah it was just it was a surreal experience uh this weekend yeah it's uh, crazy once in a decade once in a decade get. which is great because the lions choked away another like winnable game <laughs> on thursday so it just washed that bad taste right out of my mouth i got spent a whole sunday not even worrying about football because like michigan won on saturday my team wasn't playing on sunday i didn't even care i didn't even care who was on perfect didn't matter what a that's great. Uh, and that's when I knew I should probably stop being a football fan, but, you know, curses. <laughs> yeah. And then the rest of the day, we just, Sunday, we just kind of like cleaned up, got ourselves prepped for the week. And like we were both going back to work and just kind of chilled in that uh, and hung out. And that was nice. Nice. 
Very so, cool. Yeah, that was my weekend. All right. Hit me up with yours. I know you had to work Friday, but how was your Thanksgiving? It was crazy. Um, so Wednesday night after work, um, we went over to Jordan and Josh's for a Friendsgiving. Um, and before I went there, my cousin Tyler, who currently lives in Chicago, um, he's three months older than I am. So we've been close our entire lives. Yeah, yeah. He texts me and he's like, hey, I'm home. I'm going to go out to some bars with some of the uncles. Um, and I was like, OK, well, I'm going to Jordan's and then, you know, I'll meet you out there. So at like 9.30, I text Tyler and I was like, hey, are you still at the bar? And he's like, oh, yeah, the beer buckets are full. Oh, wow. So <laughs> Wednesday night, went out to uh, Tecumseh's local bar with uh, a couple of my uncles, a couple of my cousins. Let's rewind for a moment before you go too far. Yeah. Your cousin told you we're going to be at the bars, plural. But it is a well-known fact that your town has one bar, Joe. As one single bar. Right. So you did not go to bars. You went to a bar. Well, Tecumseh's got a couple. I don't but believe There's you. only one big main one, <laughs> and that's where we went to. It's called Mux. Uh, but there's a brewery, and there's a second bar <laughs> that not many people go to. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so you we, went out we to went bar. To Mux and that was, we went to bar. And uh, it was great. It was nice hanging out with my uncles and my cousins for a little while before coming home. And then Thursday, we just kind of woke up and chilled out for the morning and then went to Kayla's parents in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, and hey, here's something fun that happened at Tecumseh on Thanksgiving. Ooh. Half of the town lost power. What? At like three in the afternoon. Like which is like dinner time. Prime Thanksgiving time. Wow. Wow, yeah. that is awful. Yeah. Uh so we had already ate, but then we went out to my uh my aunt and uncle's house, Tyler's parents' house, and we're, we're there for the rest of the evening. Uh before coming home. And then Friday I was back at work. I was at work in the office because it's Black Friday. That sucks. Um and then Saturday we had just a family day. We hung out, uh, woke up. We decided we were going to do a little bit of Christmas decoration shopping just to see if we could find a few things. Yeah. So we went to like, uh, we went to at home, we went to uh, home goods and went to Red Robin for lunch. And it was just a chill, like hangout day. Like that's all we did all day Saturday and Sunday. We did literally the same thing. We just sat around the house all day, which is really Mm -hmm. nice. I haven't had a weekend of just Kayla and Cora time in a long time. Yeah. Um, so that was very cool. And then Sunday night, uh, I got tickets to go to the Toledo Zoo to the to the lights. Oh, cool! Um, yeah, so we were there at five p.m. and walked around all of the zoo and looked at all the lights and went to the aquarium. They have an aquarium at the zoo. It's mind blowing to me that you guys go to the Toledo Zoo instead of the Detroit Zoo. Like you're closer to Toledo than right. We are. So we are 55 minutes from Toledo and like an hour and five minutes from the Detroit Zoo. So we're like right in the middle. Um, but uh, they have an aquarium there and Cora loved it. Like absolutely really? loved it. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, which was really great because I love fish and she like did not want to be pulled away. Me too, but a very different kind. <laughs> Um, and that was kind of it. Then, yeah, Monday, yesterday, back in the office because it was Cyber Monday. Uh, and yeah. here we are on Tough. the Mondayest Tuesday I've ever had. I get that. I really do get that. Yesterday, I felt like I couldn't be productive. Like, just getting up to speed was tough. But then I had some stuff go down that we talked about before we started recording. And then all of a sudden, my yeah. productivity level shot through the roof. Um, but yeah. this morning, I actually had to take Ben to the doctor um for his 15 month checkup so katie went to work and i took ben to the doctor for the first time so yeah how was that it was good it was like these three month checkups are some of the easiest things of all time um as long as nothing's wrong right i i I would imagine something was wrong they would have some things but right um just going in they you know measure him take his weight check his head size uh yeah check that dome check that dome listen to his heart listen to his lungs Make sure he doesn't have any rashes on his skin. All right. You're, you got to get this one shot and then you're done. You're out of here. Yeah, get a, get a poke and then get him out of there. Yeah, it's crazy. It was, so it was the easiest thing of all time. Uh, it was interesting listening to her talk about like the milestones 
because uh talked about like 15 month milestones he's hit all of them and then talked about like what to look for for the 18 month and he's already doing like three or four of them and i was like that's super interesting that like in three months they look for these things to happen every three months like that's a super uh it's cool it's cool that that we have researched kids enough that we know like around this time they're doing this you know around that time they're doing that um just neat down to the detail level of detail like she told me like two to three words at 15 months and then five to six words at 18 month. And I was like, that's oh, nice. like very interesting that we know the exact amount of words right. that should or shouldn't be being said at, at these month intervals. Right. So, yeah. Um, this is totally changing topic. Do it. Are you getting your booster or have you already got your booster? I haven't yet. Um, I have to go back to Chicago in January uh, because mm. now that, things are moving on. I have to actually go into the office and travel for work again. So yeah. Um, before then I will get it. Yeah. Uh, before I have to go back in public, I think I'm going to get mine tomorrow. Good luck. Yeah. I've heard mixed reviews. I've heard some people it it beats up and some people it doesn't, you know, I didn't have any, any symptoms from the first two. So I don't know what what it's going to be like. Like, I'm sure I'll be fine. Yeah. I can't imagine you wouldn't be. I mean, we're yeah. already picking up 6G signals, right? So <laughs> You can't say that on oh, a sorry. podcast. Sorry. <laughs> For legal reasons, that's a joke. That's a joke. Oh, heavens almighty. What a day. Uh, so one, one like Thanksgiving observation I had from being like a parent. So normally we are traveling or going places for Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. And what I realized was when you don't really have like when you're going one place for Thanksgiving and you're going like we went right about the time dinner was uh, just because like Ben's nap schedule, all this stuff. Right. It was a pretty chill morning. Yeah. Like besides good. besides, you know, Ben was a pain in the butt because he wouldn't nap even before we left. Like he just right. wasn't going to nap that second nap. Um, But besides that, like it was pretty chill, pretty chill morning. Yeah. And that good. was kind of nice. Um not traveling was like very like way relaxing way more relaxing yeah also not cooking oh definitely that's gotta be good downside to not cooking i did not bring home like any leftovers oh that's a shame i know that's a shame it was Uh, just uh i we all the food there were enough people that we ate most of the food and then mm -hmm. there wasn't enough leftover that i was like oh i have to get a full plate of leftovers right like um and my mom brought me a little bit little tupperware container of leftovers when she came over on saturday but uh yeah just not uh not a big leftover like sitch you know dang uh sunday i made leftover waffles i have to hear i've totally i almost forgot yeah i did too oh before we get into this waffles tell me Um, about your leftover leftover waffles i was i was a little skeptical because Hold hold on before we get into this the difference between like, oh, this is a leftover waffle or it's a leftovers waffle. We have to make yeah. sure that we, we put the emphasis on You're the right. right word, right? It's a, it's a leftovers waffle. Exactly. There you go. Nailed it. Nailed it. I like that. <laughs> leftovers waffle, not a leftovers waffle. Leftover waffle. Yeah. Yes. Leftovers waffle. Um, I was a little skeptical because sure. it's made with all gluten-free stuff because kale is gluten-free. So oh, yeah? I didn't know how well it would hold together. Gluten-free um, stuffing. Interesting. Yes. So, and I don't like stuffing. Me neither. But, I think we talked about this. I'm, I'm just not a stuffing man. Yeah. In this waffle, it worked. So what I did was I took a... I, I didn't use any measurements. I measured with my heart. Oh, uh, Lord. <laughs> a couple big scoops of... Uh, I almost said scoopfuls. Uh, <laughs> scoops, scoops uh, of stuffing and okay. put them in my bowl. Then I took uh, a couple scoops of mac and cheese sure. and put them in my bowl. Because why didn't not? Have, why not? Who cares? It's Thanksgiving leftovers. Uh, I did not have any mashed potatoes, but I did have hash browns in my freezer. So I. Did you mash frozen hash browns? Sure. Well, I air fried them first. And then I mashed them into my mixture. Um, there was there was stuffing. There was mac and cheese. There was hash browns. Um, did you put turkey think, in it? No. So I I did not. I put a little bit of gravy in just to like huh? get it a little wet. Sure, moist. 
and I just mushed until it turned into little. It was leftover mush. Oh God. Um, and I turned on my waffle iron and I put it in there and let it sit for maybe ten ish minutes, maybe a little bit less than that. Sure. Uh, I checked it at one point and it was pretty loose, which is what made me nervous. Yeah, you want to get that but, crispy, right? Yeah. After it got going. Um, it got like it almost looked burnt, but what it was was all the cheese from the mac and cheese had turned into like that like burnt cheesiness yeah, that's like you yeah, get on like yeah. a pizza. It had like done that on both sides of the caramelized so basically, like, like the cheese yeah. caramelizes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it ended up holding together, and then I took it and covered it in gravy again. Um, the only thing I wish I would have had was some cranberry sauce to put on it to get that little bit of sweetness in there. Um, Cranberries are oh tart, God, Joe. Tartness, sweetness, eh, eh, bit of both. Uh, but it was so good. Would make again. It was very hefty. Well, I only ate half, and Kayla ate half. I'm gonna tell you right now that does not sound like my bag. Uh, so I'm happy <laughs> for you that it worked for you. But I, that just doesn't sound like my thing. All right, hey, that's okay. It doesn't have to be. You can be wrong sometimes, or you can be wrong sometimes. Who knows? <laughs> But yeah, so so that was probably one of the highlights of my weekend was making this mush waffle. Well, damn, that sounds delicious. I'm gonna let me go back. The ingredients sounded delicious until you put them in the waffle. Why? Also, moving on from your atrocity that you commit, that you the <laughs> culinary atrocity you committed over the weekend, um, is mac and cheese a Thanksgiving side? Oh no. We can't get into this. We talked about this on Dad Talks. Um, I would say yes. I would say you have two options, mac and cheese or cheesy potatoes. And you already have typically a potato dish. Wow. So you bring in the mac and cheese to substitute. So my brother is a big like mac and cheese guy. He just loves mac and cheese. Loves it. He loves two things, mac and cheese, twisted tea. He could live his life off those two things. Literally, that's it. That's all he needs in life. Mac and cheese and twisted tea. So he loves yeah. it. He loves mac and cheese. So he made my aunt make her mac and cheese and bring it. And it got me thinking because I saw a Twitter debate before this. Like, is mac and cheese a Thanksgiving set or not? And It's hard to answer because is mac and cheese a side to any holiday? Like, is it Christmas mac and cheese? Fourth of July barbecue, I guess, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's a typical. typical but are you going to think to yourself, like, I can't wait for a Fourth of July mac and cheese? I guess not. But, I mean, then what is it aside to? Just that's what I'm saying. Just everyday dinner? What is it? Where does it belong? Where does it group? Oh no! People out there, let us know. I don't. Where where does mac and cheese lie in your life? Is it a holiday side? Is it an everyday side? I have it for holidays and everyday. I eat it all uh, the time. My family's just so big that it's like, what do we bring? Oh, nobody said mac and cheese yet. That's fair. That's a very easy like family pass around dish. I feel like yeah. like you can make it big enough. I just like if I win a holiday without mac and cheese, I don't think I would miss it. I would agree with that. I would not miss it, but I would hope that there would be cheesy potatoes in its place. Got to have something with cheese. That's a good point. A, a cheese-based dish. I would take mashed potatoes and cheese potatoes together. Like, double up the potatoes for me and skip the mac and cheese. Okay. All right. All right. Now now that we're talking about Thanksgiving again. Yeah, we're back on. Because here we are. We're, we, we always get back to it. Um. You and I listen to a podcast called The Besties. We do, yes. Did you listen to the one where Chris Plant talked about pickle surprise? I didn't. I, I need you to explain to me what a pickle surprise is because it sounds it sounds a lot of things. So he talked about it, and when he said the words pickle surprise, I was like, I know exactly what he's talking about. And it's a piece of deli meat, usually ham, Schmeared, yeah, schmeared, not schmeared. just smeared. No, schmeared. I got you. With cream cheese. Okay. And then a pickle in it. With a baby dill pickle, right? Yep, and then rolled up. Yes, I have had these before. 
my family does that as well, but with green onions in there too, like a whole ass green onion just what? rolled up in there. Yeah. <laughs> what? Like not pickled or anything? Like a raw green onion? Raw green onion. What is this holes? The <laughs> uh, what? What? What two different flavors could you have, but a green onion and a pickle? Right. Um, I don't, I don't eat these pickle surprises, but I just want to know if you've heard of them and or had them. Okay, so Katie's mom, uh, my mother-in-law, she makes salami-wrapped pickles with no cream cheese, just salami-wrapped pickles, and those yeah. are fire. Like, those, okay, very good. Yeah. I mean, salami, yes. Pickles, yes. Mix it together, yeah. big yes. Like, nothing to, nothing to miss there. I would be curious to try it smeared with cream cheese. Because, I mean, cream cheese, yes, right? Like, yeah. but um, I am a pickled foods person. Yeah. Pickled beets, yes. Olives, yes. Green olives, yes. Uh, pickles, yes. Like, pickled green beans called dilly beans, yes. Sign me up. Pig's feet. Never had pickled f- pig's feet. I want to try pickled eggs, if I'm being honest with you. I see... I'm weird about eggs and I like pickled things, but eggs might be where I draw the line. Like I don't really like hard boiled eggs all that much. Oh, even though I get it, like I understand it. Like, but even when I eat eggs, like this morning, I made myself three eggs, like scrambled them up that drown them in ketchup. Oh yeah. Joe ketchup on your eggs. You should try it. I'm telling you. Oh, why? When I have hot sauce, if you don't want to start your day burning your mouth alive, maybe try some ketchup. <laughs> I I had this question for Kayla. Eventually, we'll actually talk about our topic, or but it's won't. been so long. Whatever. Or we won't. <laughs> I So Kayla and I went out to dinner with my mom on Friday. And I got, um, a, we went to a Mexican restaurant. Of course after. you did, yes. Uh, and I got a quesadilla, but had them add jalapenos into it. And I was like, was this like a special quesadilla? Like this wasn't like cheese and sour cream quesadilla. Like this had like yeah. stuff on it, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like a fajita quesadilla. So right. it had steak in there and pe- peppers and onions. Um, quesadillas and are them- one of those things that the range is so high. Yeah, Like it totally. can be like, oh, we have some ground beef and cheese and we call it a quesadilla and it's going to cost you $12. Or it's yeah. like, hey, we loaded this up with literally everything we got in the kitchen. $5, nothing more. Yeah, so I had them throw jalapenos in it, and then it got me thinking, like, where in our evolution of being humans did we say, yeah, I like that burning feeling? Just put it in my food. That's a great question. Because I do, like, I love spicy food, but why? Why do I love it? And I wonder if it, I mean, if we're going to get really, like, technical about this, like, real technical, like, all the way technical... It's probably the foods that were available, right? Yeah. Uh, because I've heard for a long time, like, spice is regional. Like, people like spicy foods are regional. Yeah. Um, But on the flip side of that, or I guess not on the flip side, in the same vein, is, like, why do we drink coffee? Oh, like, God. it's bitter bean juice. Yeah. But it's caffeine. And you know what? Right. My body, when I've, I've always liked coffee. Like a lot of people are like, oh, it's an acquired taste, acquired taste. No, literally I was drinking my mom's coffee when I was four years old. I right. would sne- She would put it down on the counter. I'd sneak around her and steal a drink of it. And it's just like <laughs> coffee with, with cream and sugar in it. Right. Um, and I like, where does that come from? Who just likes bitter bean juice and calls it good? Or for the English people, bitter tea leaf juice, you know? Yeah. Who likes that? But we do. As humans, we do for some reason. We do. The more spice, the better. That's what I always say. Well. Bring it on. Joe, speaking of spice, before we even move on. <gasps> Is this Dune? Are we talking Dune now? No. We're oh. not. We're sick of not cooking. <laughs> we got a sample pack of spices from Trader Joe's. Oh. oh. And I'm very, yeah. So it was holiday ones, but it came with like spicy italian seasoning and cajun seasoning and i don't know why those were in the holiday pack but like they were (laughs) and then i had already picked up a citrus lime 
seasoning the oh, week before okay. before all the christmas stuff came out i was like wow citrus lime that sounds like delicious i would go great on chicken so i grabbed it yeah and katie came home with this spice sample package and it had spicy italian and like uh cuban or something like that cuban uh spices i was like you know what we should do we should season the hell out of like three chicken breasts one with each different spice and then we're gonna we're gonna put it in the uh instant pot and instant pot cook them and then just eat the three uh like try the three different chicken breasts with the different yeah. seasons on it see which one we like better so that's smart very excited a, a spice sample pack that's interesting i like yeah, that it's really neat here's the thing the one drawback the spices are full-sized all right so what like like a full-size spice jar oh yeah so it's four different full-size spice jars so wow e- that's like not a sample that's a variety pack you got a variety pack i guess i misspoke it probably does say variety pack on it i'm gonna i'm (laughs) gonna take the blame here and say i misspoke uh but the variety pack is like you gotta like it right because it's a whole spice yeah so and some of these you only get out of the variety pack you like don't you can't buy it individually it only comes in the variety pack so uh you know trader joe's bundling on us there you go well good luck so i'm excited yeah um, also last cooking thing before we get off this thanksgiving cooking yeah. fiasco that we've been on we've I've, only been talking for like a half an hour that is true that's not we're not we're not as bad as we normally are yeah it feels like days though it's because we haven't talked in so long we just have so it, much it catching up to do <laughs> uh we i pulled out my grandmother's sauce recipe yeah did you i pulled it out i went down and found it that was a spider just hanging in front of my face. That was fun. Oh no! Burn the house oh, down. Yeah. Um. They. I found my grandmother's sauce recipe, and it is two days worth of cooking. But I will do it. But at the end of it, if you don't like it, you have to keep it to yourself. Okay. I'll never make it for you again if you don't like it. But you have to keep it to yourself. That's fine, and I'm excited to try it. I I bet I will love it more than other sauces. Here's my question: What do you put that on? I use penne, penne pasta, penne okay. regatta. Okay. All but, right. And meatballs. Okay. okay. But I'll make the whole shebang. I'll do it all up. And then afterwards, you just have to smile and nod. That's fine. You make it the way that you would eat it, and I will eat it. Okay. Deal. Deal. Okay. We'll make this happen. Maybe we'll Worst live case stream scenario? it. We're, oh damn that'd be good mm-hmm. but then everybody everybody will see a disappointment in my eyes like <laughs> i'll be so mad they're gonna see me lose it i i bet i will like it more than normal okay. uh Here's worst case scenario is you got a bunch of sauce for yourself i don't know how to make small small quantities either so we're probably gonna have to invite more than just you me and our families because uh it's used to feeding 30 to 40 people is what i'll say hey we've got three to four people that's a good point. Uh, uh, we'll invite DeRosia. He'll eat it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's do it. Bring All it right. on. All right, Joe. Enough dilly-dallying. Let's get into this Enough thing. Enough dilly-dillying. Dilly-dilly. Uh, let's get into this thing. Uh, so, this is a topic that I threw out at Jared in a, in a series of text messages saying, what do we want to talk about? As we do before uh, every recording. Don't do. think this show is well thought out. <laughs> it's not. We pick a topic, we jump right into it. Um, but it's something that's been on my mind a lot recently because Cora is now two years old. Um, she has been having breakdowns and tantrums mm-hmm. basically every day. Ooh. Uh and so I said, Jared, what if we talk about breakdowns, crying, tantrums, and how we handle it? What um, can we see them coming? Things like that. And this stemmed from basically, I'm going to, I haven't told you the story yet, Jared, or the people out there. True. Uh, this stemmed from on Sunday, we went to the zoo. And like I said, we were in the aquarium, and Cora loved the aquarium. Like, absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. And we had to exit the aquarium because it was the end of the aquarium. As you do, yes. All things must come to an end. 
and she did not want to leave um and i like we were in the middle of the aquarium and i was like we gotta go like you can't stand on this piece to look into the window because it's like the window is like at my chest level so i had to, oh, like, yeah, hold her, hold up, to her see, up to it yeah to see a few things and um she just broke down in the aquarium Oof. screaming her yells echoing throughout like saying no no like stop like just going off just like wailing and tears like running down her face and i was like all right we gotta go and i picked her up and we left the aquarium like i yep. didn't have a jacket on um thankfully she had her jacket on i was like all right we're leaving um and i took her out in the aquarium and set her down and just let her sit on the ground and she just like snot like <laughs> you know like <laughs> full on crying, gave it all she like, had and i was like listen kid i'm sorry but you gotta we gotta go like you can't act like this in the middle of of an aquarium like unfortunately like, people are trying to enjoy their time here and you are interrupting that yes um i get that so it's happening more and more frequently which kind of sucks i think this is what they call the terrible twos oh and it's terrible yeah the he feel it, it lives up to it yeah i mean every night there's a fight about something or another uh um, Today it was we paused trolls to make her eat dinner. How had dare breakdown. you, Joe? How how dare you? <laughs> I know it's oh it's bad. So she had a breakdown about that, where she ran around mm -hmm. the house again. Tears. Sometimes there's tears. Sometimes there's not. Um, and and today was just another breakdown. So before before we jump into this. The, this follows a really common theme that I think all parents can take from is like the chain, the phases of, of this young life, right. Are. Yeah. They're so crazy to see just happen in front of you. Like I, I've, I, same thing. Like Ben has found out what he likes now. Like he's not at that point. Like he, yeah, he picks, he found a book. Like my brother over the weekend had to read him this one book that we have, which is like counting to 10. Uh, and he had to read him that book seven or eight times straight because as soon as yeah. he finished it, Ben just wanted to start it all over again and just took it out of his hands, handed it right back to him, pointed to it and like, read this again. <laughs> and the same thing, like the ups and downs of that, right? Where you see like at the center of it, Cora's just learning how to process her emotions. Right yeah and this is how she sees that happening and and it's it's just seeing it from the outside is so crazy whereas when you're living in it sometimes it's really hard to step back and appreciate it for what it is right yeah and trust yeah. me when ben it, is when ben is throwing a fit because i won't put him in the chair next to the table it's not uh it's not like wow this is magical it's right. it's very much like wow this is frustrating but when you take a step back and you look at it you're like wow this is like they went from literally a blob that slept in a chair you know 19 20 hours a day to now this so yeah so so let me ask you this do you have or have you noticed um you know ben having in quotations fits or you know episodes outside of a typical like i hit my head on a chair True. and now i'm crying about it's painful <laughs> it has started to pick up i'll say that it's not yeah. quite there yet um when he's tired it definitely is so if you take something away from him when he's tired it's a yeah. it's a like a full-on cry um yeah. and actually to the point now where he used to do it and What's really funny is ever since he was a baby, he would fake cry or fake cough. Mm. That was like he would he understood that that like provoked emotion from Katie and I to like, yeah, he would fake cough or fake cry. And like when he wanted to be picked up, when he couldn't like communicate. And I feel like he did that for a long time, too, with like tantrums where he would like get mad if I took something out of his hands. He go, huh, right, because uh, he can't yeah. talk. So he just like grunts at you and gets mad at you. Um. But now, more recently, it's started to pick up, like, if I take something away from him, he's going to cry. And if he's tired, then tears are going to come with it, right? But So it's starting to build up. Still not quite there yet, but uh, 
but it's starting to build up. I will say it has been now that he knows what he likes, he knows what he doesn't like, and changing diapers is a terror. Like really. He will not lay on his back. Just won't. Just won't do it. Hates it. Literally hates yeah. it. And changing his diaper, like as soon as you get him on his back, he's crying, he's thrashing, he's throwing things around. That's the other thing too, is he doesn't necessarily cry, but he throws things around and like waves his oh, arm really? and, and hits things and stuff like that. So that's the other way he throws a fit. Mm. Okay. And every diaper change, every single one without fail is a fit. Jeez. Oh. Um, so, so Cora's are a little different, right? She does have the, like, I hit my head that hurt cry. Yeah. Um, but because she is good at communicating, she's saying a lot of words and she's able to express that and, you know, has full on conversations, thoughts, opinions on things. Um, doing like the turning off the TV like comes at a cost because you do get the full on breakdown of like the like mom, dad, please, like the full on like ripping at your heartstrings. <laughs> Man, um, that's actually a really good thing. I want to I want to bring up too is yeah. How do you know what to feel bad about? And that's how I'm going to phrase that question. How do you know what's feel bad about? Because there's absolutely some times where I'm like, am I a monster? Because like he's crying, but I, I know the bigger picture and that is like not a big deal because I feel like I should be feeling the emotions that that should be provoking. But a lot of times like he's crying because I won't let him climb in the hall closet and lock himself in there. Right. Like that's why he's crying. I understand that. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a good question. I think it comes down to, you know, the things like that, we wouldn't ever do anything. And by we, I mean, me and Kayla, and I don't think you and Katie would, that would ever make you a monstrous person, right? You're doing things for a reason. So like we turn off the TV because you have to eat dinner, like, and you can throw a fit about not having the TV on, but Hey, like, I'm sorry. That's just, them's the rules. Yeah. Like, like yeah you can't you know, you're not allowed to carry that knife around the house right like you have to you can't bypass eating like right. you need sustenance in you um and some people might say well put the food in the living room or she would you know can do both cora won't do that like that's not yeah. a thing she'll just watch tv <laughs> like um so we have to we have to do that so there's there is that question like when do you feel like is it monstrous thing for us to do that no at least in our opinion because yeah. we're doing it it's it's something she wants right she wanted to watch tv but unfortunately in the world and we tell cora this you don't always get what you want sometimes sure. no is the answer that's a really um, great point um and it really highlights i think the different parenting styles that everybody has and I'm like between all of us listening right now and like you and I talking about it, everybody's going to deal with this a little bit differently. Um, and it brings back, I, I watched a TikTok last night about um, better ways to respond to your toddler. And there's TikTok I've found, parent, t- parent TikTok. Yeah. Parent TikTok is wild because yeah. there's all different sorts of, of parent TikToks. Like, parents out there and that's uh, that's what real life is right they're all different but like seeing it on video and like people really like committed and 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 convicted about the way they do things like Mm -hmm. i watched one last night about gentle parenting i think that's a big thing right now is people are doing gentle parenting they understand it's really just a phrase to be like hey don't be mean to your kids uh like their kids right um and it's the tiktok was was saying like better ways to respond to your kid um and then somebody said, like, oh, well, my toddler threw a tantrum because I wouldn't give him the blue cup. And then she, like, basically reenacted the emotions happening to a toddler. And it really got me thinking. That was, like, a big thing is, like, they, all the things they can't say, it comes out in, like, oh, I'm just mad because I couldn't have, I couldn't have the blue cup. Right? Yeah. Like. They're, they don't like their jeans, the tags are itchy, the diaper doesn't fit right, that, you know, this happens, that happens, or 
tired, they're sweaty, all this kind of stuff, right? They can't say all those things. Mm-hmm. So it comes out in like, oh, the one thing I want is my blue cup, and you're telling me no. Yeah. And it, it that got me thinking, but then I went, you know, tried to find the middle ground. And I'm like, but literally there are times where I tell Ben, like, no, you can't grab the knife off the counter, even though you're tall enough to do it. You can't grab that, and I have to move it away. Right? Like, yeah. there's no way that there is a deeper emotion to that fit of, like, him just being mad that I won't let him carry a dangerous knife around right. the house. Right? Like, that's it. That's the that's the thing, right? There's some middle yeah. ground there of like, yes, I understand that sometimes toddlers are gonna throw fits because it's been a long day and they're tired and you have to respond to them kindly and gently. And then they're and not that you ever would respond to them not kindly and gently, but there are times where literally my toddler wants to grab a sharp knife off the counter and gets mad that I won't let him do that. Right? Like Yeah. And it's it's hard to in in sometimes to not have an, an emotional response back. Yeah. Yep. Right. Like at the aquarium, Cora has a breakdown, you know, I'm not necessarily embarrassed, but it's like, I want her to be quiet in the situation because you are literally disrupting other people in this aquarium. Well, disrupting. And then on top of that, like people look at you and they don't know what caused that. Right. Like, is she yeah. hurt? Is she not? Is she like those cries sound the same. And that's, it, it kind of brings me to the, the, the topic we're discussing now is like the different types of cries to an untrained ear. All cries, all baby cries sound the same. All toddler cries yeah. sound the same. Right. But I can very easily tell when Ben bonked his head on a coffee table and needs like to be picked up and be snuggled. And mm-hmm. when he, is just throwing a fit because he can't get on the kitchen chair that he almost fell off of two seconds ago. Right. Right. Like there's, there's differences in those cries to me, but that took practice. I mean, it took 15 months. He's 15 months old. It took 15 months to understand, Oh, that's what that cry sounds like versus like, Oh, I slammed my finger in the door and I need to be picked up. Right. Like there are two different cries. Yeah, and that is their way of communicating, especially, I mean, at the beginning of, of a human's life, like, you're crying as, like, I need comfort, I need food, and then, it, you know, the crying becomes, I need pain, I need attention, Yeah, essentially, and yeah. because they can vocalize, like, I'm hungry, so they no longer have to cry about being hungry, they can say, I'm hungry, I want food, but now it's like, oh, shit i really did like i hit my head i stubbed my toe like that hurts i'm gonna cry yep but then it's like the emotional part like we've been talking about is i didn't get what i wanted and yeah that sucks and it sucks to tell you that you can't have what you want but it's just kind of the way it is and it's hard to it's hard to tell that to a two-year-old because they don't get it it's it's complex emotions right that's that's to me it's like the the step process for me for Ben right now is before where you are. So for Ben, it's understanding the basic emotions. It's, hey, I want that, and I'm angry that you won't let me have it, right? Yeah. His only way to communicate that is to get upset. Mm-hmm. For Cora, who could say, like, no, want, and you can say, like, no, can't, it's dangerous, or no, that'll hurt you, whatever it is, and she understands that at least to to a point. The, the yeah. next step is the complex stuff is like you have to eat to survive and we don't watch TV at dinner. Right. Like, right. Though it, that sense, she doesn't understand because now you're getting back to, you know, the next step of it. She doesn't understand the complex, you know, emotions behind it. She gets that right. might hurt me, but she doesn't get, Hey, we as a society don't sit down and eat dinner and watch TV at the same time. Right. Like, Right. So, and thankfully, she doesn't. She doesn't do like the throwing, kicking, hitting when she has yeah. a tantrum. Hers is just like wailing. Like, and again, it's not even really a tantrum. Just uh, cry. It's like just a really loud, like upset cry. I don't know which one's worse. <laughs> I'll be honest. I I'm nervous if Katie and I have ever. I'm so curious to hear your boy versus girl when it comes to this stuff, especially right. Like, yeah, they always. The like old wives tale has always been like girls, boys break your house and girls break your heart or something like that. Right. Like raising kids. And I'm so curious to hear the difference because Ben is a monster. Like he is full toddler (laughs) ripping things off the shelves and throwing things around the house. And like, 
he'll find something and pick it up and then yeet it and run down the hall. And like, that's just his thing, right? That's his style. He just throws, he goes in and pulls every book off his bookshelf, every single book off his bookshelf and throws it across his room. Right. Like he, that's his favorite thing to do. Um, and when we've talked like basically for Cora's whole life and you like, she never really did any of that. Right. Like she pulled things out and moved things around, but she never like destroyed. She was never like, trying to do that and ben fully is so i'm so curious to see like if grace is that way if this is like the real boy versus girl thing or if this is just like all my kids are monsters and i'm just like can't have anything nice in my house until they're done right exactly um so so when ben does have these situations where he's upset um more so an emotional upset not so much a um you know her upset how do you calm him down and bring him back to a a level head that's a good point it's very easy to distract him at this age so i normally point him in a different direction i would say that's when he's just like like the today is a perfect example today he he's he knows how to climb on things but he hasn't quite figured out that he's too short to climb on certain things right so he's too short to climb on the kitchen chairs he also is very dangerous when he's on the kitchen chairs because he'll stand up and not pay attention to where the edge is and almost fall off. Right. Like, right. So today I let him get up on the kitchen chair. He sat down cross-legged and was happy about it. And then he stood up and turned around and almost slipped off. So I mm. got him down. Right. And he obviously was upset about that. Um, and I just pointed him another direction. I just put him in the living room and gave him a truck and he's like, Oh look truck. And then did that right. instead. So that's been, pretty easy he's getting much more stubborn it used to be easier he's getting much more stubborn like he knows exactly what he wants and gets mad when he can't have it yeah but um he also doesn't understand no right now right like it's Mm -hmm. not like Mm -hmm. oh i'm not supposed to be doing that it's why are you pointing me in a different direction i want that i want that so you just kind of have to like redirect him enough times that he understands like oh okay i'm not really supposed to be over here doing this right now because i keep getting turned away uh and put somewhere else so right that's that's how we do that um obviously when he's like hurt hurt or banging his head um he just wants mom that's all he wants he just wants mom (laughs) um but yeah for for the most part uh he his fits are not necessarily elongated either um and if they are it means he's really tired yeah so that's and that's the and luckily he's still breastfeeding. So if he's really tired and he's throwing a really big fit, we'll just throw him on the boob and he'll either go to sleep or calm down one or the other. Right. Or both. Yeah. And I think that that's where Cora is at too, is she still needs a nap. So a lot of hers are, you know, sleep driven as well. Yeah. Um, but I mean, in, in a situation with Cora to calm her down, it's a little different because it, you, we kind of also got to give her her space. She's very independent. She's very stubborn but she's also very needy. Interesting um, combo. Right? So she wants to be the center of attention, but she also hates it. Um, so, you know, she will have a, a, a mild meltdown and, like, run to her room. And we kind of just got to let her be. And let her, like, have that moment of... You are in Be- so much trouble when she gets to I high know. school, dude. Like, I know. so much. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So Oof. we let her run to her room and give her a second, and then we'll come check in on her. Okay. And then she might have distracted herself and be good, or she'll still be upset. And, you know, maybe she'll also want to be with us if she's upset. Yeah. You know, like, sometimes she, she gets get upset. she picked up and cuddled. And- yeah, exactly. Sometimes she's upset. She has her few seconds or moments of, like, being upset, and then she'll still be whimpering and that's what she does a lot of times she'll just like you know like sniffle <laughs> just <laughs> yeah yeah but she'll hold her hand up and whenever she wants you she says help you she'll you know take your hand and go somewhere um but yesterday we had a meltdown because she f- didn't take a nap all day she fell asleep at six o'clock and i was like you can't sleep like you have to be up at seven we have to get you up yeah um and kayla was down here working and I woke her up at seven and I was like, hey, you know, like, wake up. We got to eat dinner and get around. Um, and she screamed for a half an hour, but didn't want to be put down. She was still like half asleep. Yeah. Uh, and I just held her and like swayed with her, which I haven't done 
for probably a year. I haven't like swayed and held Cora in a long time, but we did it for a half an hour, just wandering around around the house, like bouncing her, like holding her to my chest, putting her head on my shoulder, just trying um, to get her to calm down, right? Like yeah, like the whole half an hour, she was just crying. Eventually, I got her to look at her food that I had made, and she wanted to eat. So she finally started eating peas and that, mm-hmm. like, that calmed her down. And then we took a tubby and that was good. So like just like a half an hour of being very tired. Yeah. Led to that. And it, those situations are the worst. Cause sometimes we do like for the bend the same way. Times are different. Right. But like he goes to bed and we've noticed this too. It doesn't matter when he naps. He wants to go to bed at six 30, six 37, okay. right? Six 37. That's, he just his internal clock says six thirty seven o'clock boom bedtime, um, but sometimes he doesn't nap until like four, so mm. if he sleeps at four and sleeps until like five, then he's only up for an hour and a half or so before he's like for bedtime, and then he wants to go to bed but he's not tired enough to go to bed right, and then we right. fight this battle of like he wants to be asleep he wants to be going to sleep but he won't. And mm. it's like, then he's either sitting on Katie's boob for like an hour and a half, or he's like, or I'm trying to rock him to sleep and he's just rolling and rolling and rolling and rolling and rolling and won't do it. There's like a bunch of different, and, and he just won't go to sleep. So uh, it's that same thing of like how uh, it's just, I don't know, kids, man, it's hard. It's a balancing act. I can't mm. believe, I cannot believe how hard it is and how people have done this for, thousands of years when life was way harder than it is now right like it's yeah nuts. absolutely um so like like most things with this show do we have a good advice or point no because no. every kid's different no nope. um but just know that like you're not the only one out there that this is happening to like yes it's upset emotional cries happen to everybody and every kid's different at how they handle it some kids need to be left alone like cora for a few minutes to cool down some kids need a good cuddle the cool you know to cool off the one advice Um, that i will give is try and control your emotions as much as possible yes i it is so easy especially i mean think think of like katie and i we haven't slept in 15 months right like we we we've not slept through the night in 15 months like it's that's a reality we're in but we still have to walk in and when ben is throwing a fit or or being emotional we have to make sure that we're not contributing to that. We have to make sure we're not reacting to it just because of, of the reaction, right? We have to understand and try and put ourselves in his shoes and all this stuff. And that is hard. I mean, that's probably the hardest part when you're tired and like you worked all day and now it's six o'clock at night and you're trying to clean up dinner and, and you know, start bath and all that stuff. And, you still have to control your emotions because they don't know how to. And yeah, and so you have to, uh, and I'm not, nobody's perfect at it. Definitely not us. Like I'm definitely not no. perfect at it, Joe. I'm pr- I, you're probably not perfect at it. Right. No, no. But it's, it's super important to just keep trying and keep reminding yourself that, like, that's right. I'm the, you know, it's as simple as I'm the adult in the situation, right? Like I, yeah, they're upset because of this it's it's okay it's okay um yeah and it'll help you too right recentering yourself yeah. re-checking in with your emotions i mean like you know am i upset because they're just being angry and you know is that why or all this stuff so try and keep your emotions yeah. in check and check in with yourself uh because uh it does no good to have two people screaming for sure and sometimes it's okay for us to be upset too like yeah. we can be upset about being upset and just take a breather. We've cool talked a little bit. We've talked on this show a bunch of times. Take your time out. I mean, yeah. tag team with your partner, whatever it is, and say, be like, listen, I like whatever it is, I'm feeling this way. I'm overwhelmed. I'm sad. I'm frustrated. Whatever it is, I got to take 10 minutes. I got to sit on yeah. my phone and watch some TikToks or, you know, scroll Twitter, whatever it is. I got to take 10 minutes and then I'll come right back. Totally. 100%. Um, but uh, but thank you all so much for listening. You know, we really appreciate it. Uh, we appreciate you all for for sticking with us again for another hour. Um, and hey, if you haven't already, go out and give us a subscribe, a review. That would be lovely. Tell Please. one person about us. 
Um, I'm sure they would love us. We're we're fun folks. I we're think. great. You are here. Don't you think we're great? We're great. Um, and thanks to Planet Ant for having us on their podcast network. If you haven't already, go check them out. There's a lot of great shows out there. Uh, we we plug Best Song Ever a lot, but that's because they're two of our best buds. But they just released a mini-sode where they talked about their top five favorite Christmas songs. Uh, and it's very good. Um, so go check that out. Awesome. And if you haven't yet, go give us a follow on social media. We're at Big Dad Energy Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can find us on Facebook at Big Dad Energy. Cool thing about Facebook, we are directly embedded in Facebook now. So you can actually listen yeah. to our, part, our podcast through the Facebook app, through on your computer, through Facebook, whatever it is. So if Facebook's your social media of choice. Uh, we are directly embedded in there now. So that's pretty neat. Um, one little teaser for you. Uh, Dad Talks for the month of December are going to be all about Christmas. Oh, yeah. All about Christmas. So if you love Christmas, I love Christmas, uh, and we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff. Starting this week, we're going to do a little uh, real Hallmark movie, fake Hallmark movie. I love it. I'm so excited. It's going to be great. I can't wait. Uh, It's going to be a blast. We're going to do some stuff like uh, we're going to get Kevin on from Best Song Ever. We're going to debate whether Die Hard is or is not a Christmas movie, the one great (laughs) debate. Uh, And we're going to talk about the history of Christmas, where it all comes from, all that kind of stuff. So uh lots of cool stuff lots of cool dad talks playing this uh this month so looking forward to it uh hopefully you stick with us again those those episodes come out on fridays so the normal episodes wednesdays dad talks come out on fridays uh if you're not listening to those we got some pretty cool episodes back there some good ones there are some good ones back there uh and they just come out in the normal feed so you can find them in the same place you find everything else so once again thank you so much for listening one more week uh we love doing this we love that you uh you guys love listening so for both of us i'm jerry schmansky i'm joe lopez remember click songs twice before you use them this has been a production of planet amp podcast Powered by Pinecast.